You are now listening to a member of the Disney Podcast family. Head over to Disney Podcast family on Instagram to see all the latest posts for this show and links to other great Disney podcasts. There was an idea. The idea was to bring together a group of remarkable people. See if they could become something more. I have an army. We have a Hulk. This is the Marvel Tribe, brought to you by Walt's Apartment Podcast and the Diz Insider. Avengers! Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Marvel Tribe. We are a group of excited and passionate individuals who have come together to share our love of all things Marvel. We are brought to you by Walt's Apartment Podcast and thedisinsider.com. I'm Sam, and today I am joined by Brianna and the Blurred Hulk, David. We are going to be going over the last two episodes of <laughs> What If. We're a little bit late, but we're, gonna, we're bringing it to you either way. From the big screen to the small print. Feel the pulse in your chest so you know you're alive. One team, one love. What is it, David? It is the Marvel Try. So, yeah, we we, we owe you guys a big-time makeup episode and stuff just because life happens. I mean, it's it's the world of COVID, and people are getting, you know, things are busy. Life life's absolutely happens. So, you know, just I, we appreciate all of you Marvel fans out there giving us some grace and stuff and then sam is back we got the dynamic trio um so we're gonna give you kind of a makeup on the last two episodes so i'm i'm excited to deliver some 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 stale news that i'm sure some of you marvel people have already heard but but you haven't heard it from us so you know we make things interesting so that how was that that sounds bad i shouldn't have called it still no, we're, we're, exten- we're extending the process of what if until Hawkeye gets here. It's okay. That's and right. Eternals. And- oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, I cannot wait for Eternals. Oh, man. Um, yeah, this last quarter is going to be just total Marvel and stuff. Yes. We got Eternals. We got, um, we got Venom 2 out right now. We got uh, Spider-Man No Way Home coming up. We got Eternals coming up. I mean, it's just going to be, uh, it's going to be an amazing final uh end of the 2021 year so giving us lots to talk about in the marvel tribe oh yes yes indeed so do you guys want to start with episode eight what if ultron won yeah so yeah absolutely so this episode was i thought was really interesting but um so the premise of this, you know, like with all what if is like, what is that one thing that that catalyst that makes change? And in this instance, it's uh, what if um, the Avengers were never able to um, keep vision away from Ultron? He actually was able to actually transport his conscience into the sentient being and he became ultimately vision ultra well not vision ultron he became ultron with ultron vision yeah <laughs> ultron vision so he he won and with his uh mind stone he decimated the planet uh we kind of jump into the episode where he virtually killed all the avengers except for black widow and hawkeye 
mm-hmm. who they are in a battle with uh, uh, with Ultron's uh, his little hive bots and stuff, and they are they're kicking they're kicking their their patooties and stuff. Um, and they, not just the Avengers, like yeah. all life, <laughs> everything. Yeah, they yes. they decimated everything like they were a virus, and there was no coming back from it. Um, they uh black uh hawkeye mentioned you know uh his wife was you know taken and um, we have to assume the children even though that wasn't mentioned that you know uh ultron got to them too and they're trying to find in this uh is a secret military base where we keep all of our secrets kind of harken to indiana jones <laughs> um you can see all of the archives of files and stuff and they're trying to look for anything and everything they can to help them fight off uh fight off ultron i mean what what do you do there's no one no one else around so information some maybe some weapon or something that exists whether it's you know the u.s weapon or ultra i'm I'm sorry or a hydra weapon you know something's got to help them get the upper hand on um ultron there and The interesting thing about it is that that's just one plot line. Yes. <laughs> so elsewhere, we have Ultron trying to conquer the entire universe after defeating Thanos and claiming all the Infinity Zones. And then he takes on the Watcher. Oh, man. He is somehow able to see him and realize there is more. And he is ready to destroy. <laughs> but, I mean, we did see that, like, Doctor Strange, like, the evil Doctor Strange, like, broke down that wall. He was able yep. to interact with the Watcher before. So now we um, see Ultron do that. Yep. But here's where the evil Doctor Strange is brought back in. <laughs> so um, I can I can I clarify one thing? So when uh, – Ultron got all the stones and became mm-hmm. extreme with the cosmic energy. Um, people talked about how how that went down with Thanos and stuff. And people don't realize, like, yes, Thanos is a very smart person, a very formidable foe. He's a he's a mad genius titan, right? He's you know he's he's he can take down universes as we've seen, but he is also vulnerable to surprises. I mean. He, we saw it firsthand when Hulk surprised him on the uh, the Guardians. Uh, nope, nope, sorry, on the Asgardian ship. And while Hulk was beating him up for like two point three seconds, before uh, Thanos was able to get his bearings and then you know v- very handily dismantled the Hulk and stuff. Um, Vision, who also surprised uh, Thanos, says, I- "I'm not going to play around. I'm just going to." Fight. I mean, that's it. I mean, you couldn't ask for a better. You should have went for the head because I think he started with the head on down. Uh, so yeah, so that's how he got the stone. I mean, it's not you know we we gotta stop thinking that Thanos is a god tier uh, being that you know can't be surprised. It was, it was, he got surprised and Vision took advantage of that mm-hmm. and got the and got all the stones and he became a cosmic being with that and stuff. So sorry, I just wanted to clarify that. No, that with yeah, Thanos. that's perfect. Um, so then the Watcher then turns to Doctor Strange from episode four. Yes. And he asks for his help. So Oh yeah. He and Strange, as arrogant as he is, you know, he, he kind of made him kind of my mildly grovel. <laughs> it's like you, you know, you need to say it. You need to tell he me made him beg. He made him yeah, he made him say the words. Say tell me you need me and stuff. So 
that's that's keeping with Stephen Strange. He's that's just you're not going to get away from that level of arrogance with that guy. But um, so yeah, he um, so their their plan, the the master plan was to assemble this. Um, well, actually, are we at that part yet? Where they're going down and they're assembling the gardens of the multiverse. We are combining episodes. I was going to say, I think we're we are. yeah, we're combining. A yeah, we're combining episodes because the th- uh, because the Doctor Strange thing happens at the end of uh, Ultron one. Um, because there's a fight that um, well, first of all, Ultron decides to go ham on the universe, and he's kind of sitting there, and he realizes um, the Watcher is over his shoulder. And he's filling with the cosmic energy. There's a presence of multiple multiple uh, universes and stuff. That's where he just starts to just go ham. And he's traveling between universes and stuff. He's using his stones and he's destroying universes left and right, going to Sakaar, uh, just totally decimated the game, um, the game master and and Korg. We got to see. Um, uh, Neville, Neville Lear, can't pronounce that right. Um, a lot of the, a lot of the planets that we grown to known over the, you know, especially from gardens episode, uh, gardens of the galaxy, uh, movies and stuff just, just decimated them. Um, Asgard, he, uh, decimated them, uh, decimated that planet like a uh, suitor did, um, uh, with, you know, bringing about Ragnarok and just destroyed all the Asgardians. So, He's on. He was on a power kick to just go through the entire multiverse, and just uh, wreaking ha- uh, chaos and havoc, to the point where the Watcher had no choice but to reveal himself. Um, and he manages to go into the. Um, I, I guess it's. I, I would call it the. Um, geez, what's the. We we're actually just talking about uh, Scarlet uh, Nexus. He went into this, so he went into what I would call as a nexus between the, all the multiverses, where the Watcher kind of watches. Um, you see, it's kind of like this glass windows and stuff, and you see all the different. You so that's kind of it's kind of similar to what the, a nexus would look like. So he goes into that uh, this void, and that's where you know they're you know they're doing battle, and they and the Watcher kind of turns on his suit. He gets his own little version of his suit of armor and they're just, you know, fighting it throughout different worlds. Um, I think they went back in time a few times. Uh, so it really was showing not only the multiverse, but time was irrelevant in this as well, too. Uh, so they're back in the stone age, the ice age, uh, basically the formation of planets where lava and everything was taking place into the future where we had like, flying uh columns and coliseums on what looks like a futuristic earth so they were uh, they were fighting pretty bad and ultron was handling his business the watcher watchers butt left and right um let's see here so after that battle and the uh, watcher was able i'm trying to think how did he actually escape uh ultron's clutches it's been a couple of weeks since we uh watched this episode I honestly don't remember. I have. All right, so I'm gonna say he he managed to escape his clutches. Yeah, I mean, he he you know he did some. And the thing is, with the Watcher, is very very power, uh, powerful. He's wielding cosmic power as well too. So that's why he was able to do battle with Ultron. Um, and I think you know he's more 
experience with wielding cosmic card and Ultron. So that's kind of what helped him get away from Ultron and realize that this dude is on, um, he's a growing unstoppable force and I'm going to need some help. Now, one of the coolest Easter eggs and the coolest things I've seen so far was the fact that when uh, Ultron actually grew to the point where he, he, he was bigger than Galactus. And for those <laughs> who don't know who Galactus is, he's a, he's a planet eating, uh, um, kind of celestial, that celestial, but he goes around eating up planets. Uh, Ultron ate a universe, we and we saw that. That was, I'm like, okay, you can't get bigger than that. No, nope. that was, yeah, yeah. So he, he ate a whole universe. So this is what kind of led, um, and we're kind of speed rounding through this episode. That's okay. So I, I have a question. Okay. Have you ever heard? people in Marvel fandom or just people who have seen like the Avengers films ask why Nick Fury didn't call on Carol Danvers more often, like, like age of Ultron. Okay. So like this kind of answered that a little bit, like, okay, she wasn't, so Captain Marvel wasn't, she's on Xandar and they're, Mm -hmm. they're fighting. And this is the first time we've ever seen an Ultron Captain Marvel matchup. And of granted, it's not regular Ultron. It's mm-hmm. Ultron Vision with all the Infinity Stones. Yes. But like she kind of stands no chance. Yeah. Um, so to me, that was kind of like, what what would that matchup look like in like mm-hmm. the MCU if it was just a regular ult? Like, should Nick Fury have called her? Would oh, it no. have been bad? <laughs> So, no, you're 100% right. He should not have because what has happened, I mean, she's she's very powerful. In fact, we saw that. I mean, she ended up uh, punching Ultron through the core of, of the planet, but Ultron, wielding that cosmic uh, affinity um, outfit that he had on, uh, decided to, I mean, his he went power overload and supernova uh, everything and destroyed the entire solar system from not just that planet, every surrounding planet and stars around it. Now, we do know that when Carol Danvers, because um, that's part of her power to absorb energy, mm-hmm. um, th- there's limits <laughs> to that. You know, there's only a, only a few beings that powers are kind of unlimited uh, that hasn't been really tested to the brink. She's not one of them. She does have limitations, um, although her power base is ridiculous. I mean, when she goes uh, supernova, she turns into a dwarf star, and that power can destroy a planet, which we saw, but it it was no match for Ultron's. Uh, he has, she just couldn't handle his power base. And so she ended up dying with that entire solar system that she was kind of helped fighting and protecting so so that was a good fight that was a glorious fight but it also showed like you know i mean she's she's very powerful and fighting it's you know she she may not want to bring big cosmic threats to planets especially one like earth and i'm pretty sure nick fairy knew that as well so i like it oh yeah so, yeah, so it, it pretty much ends on the note where, you know, the Watcher then, like we were talking about, goes up to Dr. Strange, you know, that he's kind of uh, protected himself because his universe all but collapsed and it's just him in his own little uh, bubble of magical void. And that's where he begged for his help. And they started to hatch a plan. 
So, and we got to see, you know, all the dark magic and stuff that Strange still had. You know, he comes out with, you see the third eye kind of glowing and, you know, he, yeah. So Dr. Strange Supreme. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. The Sorcerer Supreme, the Strange Supreme. So, um, yeah. So that's kind of how that one, that one ended. Um, um, and it's really kind of laid the foundation for the season finale episode. Now, there, there is um, when we talk about the season finale. There, there's a, there's a piece in this that where he goes to recruit uh, Gamora, and we can talk about that because that was an episode <laughs> that they didn't air. It was actually made. It was made. It was ready to go, but James Gunn actually is the reason why that episode never aired because he said this episode is almost the plot line to the next Guardians. You cannot, <laughs> you cannot play. And the, here's the thing: they, the, 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 the people who was writing the what if episode had no correlation with its story arc to kind of help with the what if plot line. And it just happens to be the same story arc that they were working on for the next Guardians and stuff. And so it really would have kind of tainted a lot of uh, stuff in the in the MCU there. So um, James is like, yeah, no, you kind of can't play. You can't can't go forward with this. There's too much similarities, too much. Um, to, yeah. So well, for that, I'm grateful. Yeah, I am grateful too. I'm also interested because I was like, obviously, the little bits we get from it, we see Tony Stark in a in an mm-hmm. Infinity Stone destroyer. Yeah, machine. So yeah. I was like, those those plot lines have passed. So <laughs> what else was in this episode that we didn't get to see? Absolutely. Yeah. So uh, you know, you Tony Stark and Gamora playing the buddy buddy cop kind of thing on that. So I'm I'm yeah. So I'm curious too. So but. so you guys ready to talk about episode nine then? Let's do it. Let's do All it. All right. Um, so we ended up being introduced to the Guardians of the Multiverse. And that was, I have the list right here. Let me pull that up. Uh, Captain Carter, Mm -hmm. Doctor Strange, Party Thor, Killmonger, Gamora, and Star-Lord T'Challa. So pretty much all of the characters that we've, or the variants that we have been introduced to in this season of What If have Mm -hmm. been put together to give us the Guardians of the Multiverse. Correct. I think they laid this out very nicely for us. Oh, yeah. I did not anticipate we were going to get Guardians of the Multiverse Mm -mm. or that the characters they were introducing to us were going to be the characters that would comprise the the team, but they laid it out really nice for us. Oh, they did. And I I love the montage where he goes to deliver the good news (laughs) to each one of them (laughs) that we, you know, that we, you're, you're, you're needed. Uh, You're chosen. You're chosen. 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 Um, I think. Thor's reaction was probably my favorite. <laughs> um, Honestly, that's how I would have reacted. So, <laughs> there's no way I would have I, yeah. uh, been scared and screamed. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I, I think his was probably the most realistic reaction. If I saw a 200 mile uh, <laughs> guy that's telling me I've been chosen, I, I, yeah, I'd be screaming like a party girl at that time, at that point in time. So yeah, it was, it was kind of, it was kind of it was kind of cool um i you know we they did they did a good job kind of setting up but it was kind of a telltale sign of that um the new black panther killmonger was going to you know be up to watch i would have changed that and really kind of made us go like wait what the hell like he's is he a good black panther like but they really kind of 
they, they played the ominous music a little bit. They kind of gave them the little, like, you know, the eyes. I'm like, okay, yeah, they're they're telling. I wish they didn't, but it is what it is and stuff. So they end up uh, being all gathered around this tavern that I believe is the bar that uh, uh, Captain Carver Carter uh, used to frequent in her. You know, they, you know, search all the rock eyes, uh, Dr. Strange and the watcher to kind of help make it seem a neutrally acceptable (laughs) meeting area and stuff. So they chose that bar Uh, Thor, you know, as, as for those who don't, watch the end credit scenes and stuff. Uh, when Thor met Dr. Strange, uh, he gets Dr. Strange, gave him a beer that was never ending. And so he, he, it was kind of cool to see Dr. Strange serve up Thor another, one of those uh, magical beers and stuff that you just keep drinking and drinking and so, drinking and never ends. Question about party Thor. Yes. Why, why do you think, okay. So the watcher like assembled this team. Mm-hmm. Why would the Watcher pick Party Thor when he could have picked like any other Thor, any yeah. other Thor, or literally any anybody else? Like, why? What is? What do you think the significance of Party Thor is going to be? So I think it is more. You have to you have to have that uh, that sense of you know like you got you know I mean so here, here's the deal. This is what. We're I think after watching episodes, so we're this is kind of us playing uh, armchair quarterback, which mm-hmm. we are doing anyway. Um, we see at the end the mission really wasn't about them defeat them defeating um the, you know Ultron. It was just them to they're a distraction. Their goal is to make it so it's we can separate the stones from him. Mm-hmm. So why not throw every aspect at it, including the class clown? who has amazing power uh, power base so i think the watcher that was the purpose with choosing the more serious i'm gonna you know chop your head off <laughs> the handles kind of thor so so i don't i don't know that's a, no that. i mean like i i yeah I like, like we don't know that but that is mm-hmm. that's a great it's a great idea it mm-hmm. makes sense that that they were meant to be a distraction oh yeah um I have another question then. Are you ready? Yeah, let's do Let's do this. If the Watcher can see everything, mm-hmm. how was Ultron able to like deceive the Watcher? So that is a plot hole. <laughs> I'll be honest. I actually had the same question because um, I'm assuming the mysteriously missing episode with Stark and Gamora actually probably answered what was a, what, was a very cogent kind of uh, timeline of events with us, you know, seeing the watcher become more big, um, how things kind of left was open, but they kind of filled in some spots and stuff here and there. I'm hoping that um, there was something answered in that uh, Tony Stark episode that we didn't get to see because otherwise, yeah, that's, that's kind of a, a plot hole. How do you not see, uh, you know, this, big gigantic multiversal threat uh coming especially at the point where he gets the gets the stones and turns himself into a living gauntlet and stuff so so yeah it's a plot hole maybe possibly maybe that missing episode clarifies that so that's all um, i'm hoping that's the case yeah I don't know. So anything else we want to talk about with that episode with the the hard hitting questions. Uh, So I do. So, yeah. So when, you know, they, so they formulated a plan. Uh, So I got to say this. Okay. 
for the team, if we if we have to rank the way that team is uh, being carried, it's it's all almost I is like Michael Jordan and Kobe and Shaq and every and LeBron James. He is ninety nine percent of that team, um, and and I'm not I'm not I'm not. Uh, taken away from everyone else's abilities and powers, but the fact that Doctor Strange's power base, you know, was able to not only imbue them with uh, a magical shielded uh, power uh, source that will wield off uh, some protection. of the from the yeah protections from the from the Infinity Stones and stuff. I mean, he took it to Ultron out of all of them the the worse and he was actually the one who got who you know initiated the separation of the stones and everything else i mean he would strange not that he would have soloed um um ultron but he was definitely you know 90 percent. he was 90 percent of the team power <laughs> so i'm not trying to diss my fellow uh, multiversal adventures but so ooh, do you think that we see dr strange supreme in dr strange 2 yeah, yeah. In fact, uh, here, here's my here's my take. I think we get that version of Doctor Strange. Um, I'm not. Sh- it, yeah, I think so because we get we get nightmare stuff in there, and so yes, I think there might be a meetings of the multiple Stranges and stuff. Um, I also think we're gonna get uh, uh, um, Captain Carter for sure. We're gonna get a real life version of Captain Carter and stuff. Um, all the other ones who have their actual own variants, we probably won't see. Like we won't see a Star Lord uh, T'Challa, mm-hmm. uh, uh, for obvious reasons. But and some of the other um, Killmonger, Black Panther, I don't think we're going to see that either. Uh, but I, for sure, the one who doesn't have a variant uh, that we haven't seen in the universe at all got introduced. I think we'll see a Captain Carter, and we will see this uh, new version of the Sorcerer Supreme, Strange. So what about, okay, so this is what I was initially thinking. Could that be the version of Strange that we get in Spider-Man No Way Home? So I was thinking about, uh, thinking about that. Because he, he's, he seems I, a bit more malicious. Of, yeah. Yeah. And, and even Wong kind of, you know, told him like, hey, don't do this thing you think you're going to be doing with Peter Parker and stuff. Although it was a cut scene and we don't really know if he's, you know, we hear, we see Peter Parker ask him to help him. And then we see Wong like before he goes off in this portal to maybe go fight Abomination or something. Not sure where he's on vacation. He's Uh, definitely going to fight Abomination. Yeah. Yeah. Don't do your your thing you're going to do. We don't really know if that's the Peter Parker thing or if it's something else. So, but it, and he gives them the whole kind of, yeah, sure. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. I'm not going to do it. So I, you know, that, that it, it's remnants of the actual Doctor Strange because he is very arrogant and, mm-hmm. and very uh, self-assured about him. His, we've seen some, you know, uh, things where he shouldn't be that <laughs> that confident and stuff, but that's that's who he is. Um, but it could also be it's just something was strange. I mean, who Doctor Strange is kind of also wise a little bit, and he wouldn't take, you know a beat from a 16 year old kid who wants like, Hey, make the whole world forget me. There'll be no issues with that and stuff. And so, yeah, sure. I'll do. So, yeah, but I think the, uh, the strange and the, what if who really is looking at the fact that I couldn't do something to bring back my love. Mm -hmm. And I see how this poor kid is being ruined. 
may be motivated to help. He, here's a living person who is not a nexus of it or not a um, what do you call those uh, type of events that no matter what you do can't change that I can actually control and change. So there's some motivation for him to help Peter Parker for that particular one, too. So. So speaking of lost love, you could be right. I, I don't know. So speaking of lost love, you said you think that we're going to get Captain Carter. Mm-hmm. Um, what in the hell happened to Steve Rogers in What If? He's on the moon. What no, mean? I mean, in What If? Like he, he was president in one of the realities, President um, Rogers. He was being sworn in and stuff. We see the what the frozen. We do see, we do see the at that ending credit scene. Mm-hmm. We do see also the frozen one where, where, yeah. So I don't, I don't know. Uh, but here's the thing: we're not done with what if. We got more another season to come. Yes, we have a whole other season that's been guaranteed. We're going to get a whole new ten episodes. I'm hoping eleven with the bonus Stark one from the first season. But yeah, there we got a whole new season. So they may answer some of that in 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 the next season and stuff because they're not. It's a continuation. They don't really start over with these. So. We may see what happened to Captain Captain Rogers, so Captain America. I mean, we still don't know where he is in the actual MCU, anyway. So he's on the moon. He's on the moon. Just, on the moon. We're still looking for him. Are you dead? <laughs> yeah. No, I don't think he's. So dead. wherever he is, I, I hope I hope he's drinking some mai tais and yeah. enjoying his retirement. So. Got his feet kicked back, oh, yeah. letting Captain Carter handle life. Oh yeah. And I think whatever he did, it was a good move because, you know, Bucky and Sam sorted their stuff out. So, yeah, his absence actually helped strengthen a really good relationship, I think. Yeah. So, so, yeah. So uh, you don't think it was the soul gazing that strengthened their relationship? <laughs> well, it's definitely the therapy session. That was all yeah. they needed. Those, oh, those sweet, sweet therapy sessions. <laughs> I think those sessions made Brianna jealous. <laughs> yes. <laughs> She didn't get to soul gaze with Bucky. I did not get to soul gaze with Bucky. Oh. Damn it, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to find so, a picture of Bucky that I'm, and I'm just going to like send you a video and you can just stare at him. Yeah, I'll so, appreciate that. <laughs> so let's, um, let's, let's jump back onto that. Because Sorry. We, we, <laughs> so we get, we get introduced to who wasn't a chosen guardian of the galaxy uh, multiverse, which was Black Widow again. I know. I don't. Because they version of Earth. And, you know, uh, they, they're they fighting over, I think they're fighting over the, one of the stones. They got one of the stones, you know, that's where that big fight took place and stuff. And they got warped into the different, uh, different reality and where Black Widow who is desperately trying to figure figure some stuff out? Um, we skipped the part where um, they did find the files. <laughs> they found what they were oh. looking for with the watcher, who was like so eagerly to help, but he was fighting his own little <laughs> demons and stuff. And I mean, he was like right there. I mean, it's like, dude, the next box, please, please, the next, just, just, just. I mean, he was like almost blowing, like blowing in his ear, like, dude, the next box. But he managed, they, they found it, you know, and it said Zola, Armin Zola, which he was in Iron Man. He was one of the tech magings and stuff who injected himself into the computer. And we never really saw what happened to him. Um, now we know he he is sitting dormant in a, in a Hydra-based computer, supercomputer, 
just waiting for someone to wake him up. He's and, waiting for his AI moment to shine. Yes. Yep. And then we got a nod to the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. <laughs> Can, maybe it's canon. I don't know at this point, but yeah, it's probably, it's probably <laughs> canon. But we got a nod because when they turn, when they booted up the computer, um, Zoloff, first thing he says is, um, what did he say? He said something Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Like, um, hello, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. or something like that. And they kind of looked at him dumbfounded like, okay. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so that was a not big nod to the Agents. David, you're muted. Hello. You're back. You're back. Yeah, you're back. <laughs> back. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Um, you can tell this is a very professional production here. Um, I'm running my own menu studio and mic, so we. I don't. Yeah. So that was that was my bad. Sorry about that, people. Um, we'll yeah, so, this time. <laughs> just this time, though. Just no more. Time. Okay. Yeah. All right. Next time is going to be a, a pay decrease in my paycheck here. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Okay. That's fine. That's fair. Um, so yeah, so they, you know, they, so they, you know, introduce, they're talking when, you know, like a hey, black widow, um, he, <laughs> he calls, uh, Hawkeye by his full name, um, uh, Clint, you know, Clint Francis, uh, Burton, Burton, um, his middle name. Um, but he says the fam- it's a family name, you know. I think his grandma <laughs> was called Francis or something like that. Yeah. So yeah, that was that was kind of cool because that's very true in the comic books. Francis this is his actual middle name, and I'm not sure if it was his grandma's name. So that, but that you learn something new all the time. Um, it's canon so, now. It's yep. canon now. It is. It is. So their goal, their plot was to um, introduce uh, Zola to. One of the Ultron hive mind bots to help infect and take over his body and help them out and stuff. And so he, you know, so Zoloff, like, yeah, okay, I, I'll, you know, I, he forgot what he did because he was hesitant. So, like, why should I help you and stuff? And this is where my memory kind of fell in me. So bear with me. I'm not sure what they did to convince him to help out, but they managed to pull. They did something. They did something. I'm not sure if they promised him he can I, have an Ultron body. Uh, I'm yes. trying to remember. For some reason, I thought they talked about how easy it was to destroy him or something, or like all mm-hmm. the computers. And then, honestly, I don't remember. Yeah. <laughs> so I think I, mean, I think they played with his eagle. They they kind of sweetened the pot <laughs> for his eagle. Like, look, he destroyed everything, and we think you're the only person who can really. You know, you're a challenge and you're you're always up for a challenge. So here's your last chance, you know, to, you know, so whatever it was, it was it, it convinced him to join forces and stuff. And so they uploaded um, themselves into one of uh, uh, Hawkeye's uh, USB arrows, which is kind of cool. That dude has an arrow for every single thing. <laughs> um, but while doing that, you know, um, Black Widow decided to call the Avengers base. Uh, because Ultron's monitoring everything. So they were able to trace that call. It was a trap. So they brought those bots there, but they came a little too early. So they're trying to upload um, his entire Azulok conscious into the, uh, into the USB drive on the arrow. And they're also trying to do battle with these, these bots where they managed to do get that um, into the USB drive, grab the arrow, and then the escape was on, the chase was on. So the 
their being um, by Ultron's bots. Uh, he managed to shoot one of them uh, with the arrow, infect the Ultron bot, and Zoloft couldn't communicate with Ultron because he is off, you know, you know, off multiverse. He's in a different multiverse. And so his hive bots are kind of operating autonomously and stuff, but there's no Ultron to, like, infect, you know, through that means, kind of like a Wi-Fi kind of thing. But you can't do that when you're in a whole different multiverse. So that plan didn't work. Uh, They decapitated uh, (laughs) the Ultron bot's legs um, that that, uh, Zoloff embedded himself in just as safety precautions, you know, we don't want him to get to a big head and utilize his arms and legs to fight them. That would be stupid. So they, so they, they had to so, give Zola a little bit of, yeah, a little bit just, of just a, a handicap in the, yeah. the battle, which was smart. I totally support that. That was absolutely what they should have done. And then um, they're climbing their way out of the silo, um, you know, with, you know, using Zoloff as a backpack and stuff. And they're just, I mean, they're being, they're, I mean, it's, it's a nail biter close race to escape from certain death. And Clint, who's pulling up the rear, decided to pull a move that uh, we saw uh, Clint and Black Widow do Infinity uh, War. No, it's in in game actually, uh, where uh, Black Widow sacrificed herself for the Soul Stone. Mm-hmm. Um, this time it was Clint's turn. Um, Clint's the one without the family, the wife, the kiddos all died at the hands of Ultron. This was his chance. The only chance was to get uh, Black Widow and Zola to safety. So he dove right in, um, pulled out one of his ginormous uh, igniter uh, bomb uh, arrows. And ignited that bomb and destroyed the remaining bots that were kind of chasing after Black Widow. And then that's how that scene kind of ended. So we assume Black Widow got away. We find out later she did. But, you know, that's kind of how that ended. Um, With that, we go back to the scene where Ultron is busy with the uh, Guardians of the Multiverse. um, fight. They in place to where they are going to try to... um, trick Ultron into you know give, giving up the stones and stuff um it was uh Carter and uh Star Lord yeah Star T'Challa they're gonna do the sticky fingers which we've mm-hmm. seen in the and we've seen that before sticky fingers actually does work it's a very I've used it myself actually so yeah um, of course that was you know a long time ago that was for a comic book in the grocery store that was on the owl and i don't want to talk about it anymore but uh, we're not gonna talk about that but yeah you grow and you do what is the things. like what is like the like timeline on being convicted for petty theft? i'm pretty sure we're past it so i could just openly talk about it and stuff. i mean i did I, I I'm I'm grateful I live in a world where cameras wasn't so uh, much of a big thing back then. So because, and that's the thing we we I'm I'm about to go on the side little small little pocket rant. So just just bear with me here. Uh, you know we we as a older generation, you know, um, we kind of whoa 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 whoa. Hold on, let me finish my. Uh, as an older generation, I'm a gen, you know, I'm right there on the cusp of being a millennial, but I'm a gen, gen Xer. We take the notion of we really don't give a crap. We, you know, we'll drink beer and watch the world burn um, because we hate the boomers just as much as millennials do. Um, but with that said, we've done some bad stuff that just happened that wasn't caught on camera. 
we give are the boomers especially gives millennials and and the white millennials and generation z bad name because they film everything and everything's caught on tape and everything else but we were doing the same stupid stuff we were i mean they had tie pods and stuff like that we probably tried to mix, you know, pop rocks with some kind of weird concoction to choke some of us children mm-hmm. that we just did. So, yeah, we, we did the same stuff, just a new generation. So, yeah, there's my little side rant back to the you guys aren't a stupid gen- future, aren't a stupid generation. You just get caught a lot because it's on videotape. All right. <clears throat> so, back to what if. <laughs> oh, my goodness. This- this is a very informational. Um, it is. We're seeing, we're seeing oh, yeah. a different side of the Lord Hulk here. We are. We are. Sorry. I, I'm just, uh, I don't know why I'm being very talkative. And It's okay. Yeah. We appreciate right. it. Yeah. All right. we, did, we did skip the entire introduction in talking about how <laughs> <laughs> it was like almost identical or mirrored um, Winter Soldier opening. Mm-hmm. And yes. we saw Peggy um, fighting with Batrock, the Leaper. Yes. Mm-hmm. So that was interesting. And seeing Natasha and Peggy being friends. Yes. And just like Steve Rogers. Yeah. Yeah. So and I never really liked Bat, Bat Rock, the Leaper, that much as a character. I mean, it would be one thing. It's because he doesn't have any superpower. He doesn't have the super serum or anything. Um, but he was hanging with a lot of these characters. I mean, he's good. Don't get me wrong. In fact, he's played by the great UFC fighter, uh, um, uh, GSP. John St. Uh, George St. Pierre and stuff, who's an amazing martial art artist in this time, but that's it. His, he's you know, he's hanging with some of these guys doing, you know, he's doing superhero stuff without you know, superpowers. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not a superhero yet, not yet, not yet. So uh, we're you know we're on this you know randomized plan. Oh, we we fast so we fast forward over to uh, the, the sticky fingers. They managed to get away um, one of the stones, and the fight's on. They're trying their hardest to kind of play keep away or try to grab it and stuff. And Ultron is fighting them back and forth, getting hit left and right. You know, Strange is helping them portal in in and out and stuff. Um, the planet where Black Widow is, and right before. Um, I forgot who was going to pick it up. Uh, Black Widow comes in and snatches the snatches the stone, um, pulls her weapon on everybody because she doesn't recognize any of them, you know, or really. And and then that's when Peggy Carter came up and says, just kind of how like Loki and the female version of Loki kind of they have that kind of love chemistry. I think Peggy and Black Widow maybe maybe they had some love chemistry there. I, I don't know. No. So wait, are we saying no, that I'm, Sylvie? I'm just... so are we saying that anyway. Sylvie and Loki actually did love each other? Then David. Oh snap! Um, <laughs> no, <laughs> uh, you you, you kind of busted me on that one. No, not at all. Admitting that that was the case at all. No. <laughs> no. So yeah. So anyway, she she you know basically uh, got her to drop her defenses and stuff by saying, "Hey, you know, you're, there's only like a." two people three people that you trusted in the world and i like to think that was one of them and she listed off um her you know her her partner her and then her father which um yeah her father and then her so that's kind of right there was like okay you're in some other universe and stuff so um 
then Ultron managed to follow them there, and they're hand, getting their butt beat on a whole new planet the, on, on, on Earth there. Um, it wasn't until that Black Widow had the idea of using her motorcycle. What was it? It was uh, getting Captain Carver to, Carter to kind of throw a distraction at Ultron so she can use her bike to... I don't recall what did she do. Wow, this is what happens when I I don't refresh myself. This on is what happens when, when we take a Marvel tribe break. We <laughs> do. Our brains are sleepy right now. Yes, they are. Um, didn't she just like jump with the bike and shoot the arrow? I th- yes, thank you. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I'm, like, I'm not fully <laughs> sure, but it was like, I honestly don't really remember either, but I feel like that's what happened. No, 100%. Thank you. Yes, it was the arrow would uh, jump with the bike with the distraction and, and land the arrow right into uh, Ultron's eyeball there. I believe it was his eye. She stuck him. And then that's when Zoloff kind of, you know, took hold of Ultron. And um, they managed to also, you know, get the Affinity Stones off of them kind of in like this little tug of war match and we see Killmonger <clears throat> with um one of the Ultron hive bots um you know in his hands and he manages to use that to convert him to weave his own infinity um outfit and he managed to swipe um oh actually before uh, everyone's looking at him like, dude, what, what are you doing, man? <laughs> Don't you need to give up the give up the stones? Uh, he's right. I mean, those stones would absolutely fix all this mess that was caused. Um, you know, he you know he tried to get Thor and T'Challa and uh, Captain Carter, you know, to you know to see her Honey Steve, you know, again uh, to you know be on the side, like, hey, like, look, we can fix all of this stuff with these stones but why should we just turn these over and stuff and it was t'challa his you know last words is you know saying yeah you need to you need to you need to just give them up you just need to turn those in um and so he obviously did what killmonger does not what a black panther would do and he kept the stones he you know transformed them into a suit and then the fight was was on from there they Wow, I'm really having gaps um, in what happened because we have Zola who comes. You know, he's obviously in the in the stomach regions of the destroyed, partially destroyed Ultron and stuff, and so he obviously controls Ultron's body and stuff. Um, and there's you know there's a big fight that ensues to the point where. Is it strange? I believe it's strange who realizes that the Watcher assembled them not to actually defeat Ultron and and get the stones back, but to absolutely to be a distraction. Mm-hmm. So the stones, so no one, so you know, so could actually separate the stones from the bean, and that's where Strange was like, I know what I need to do, and he managed to get them locked into this void bubble 
where uh, Ultron and uh, Killmonger are fighting over the stones and they're hovering in between this power, powerful struggle where neither one of them is in possession of it. That means no one can wield them. And it was a perfect time for Doctor Strange to use his magic to encase them into this nice little void uh, of a dark magic bubble, just like the one he did to protect him from the cloud. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we really... Universe. We really got to see how strong his protection was. Mm -hmm. I think that's the strongest we've ever seen any kind of protection from him. Yep. 100%. And so, yeah, so then that's where they, um, yeah, so they essentially won. Uh, The Watcher, uh, you know, goes to Strange and is like, hey, um, I have one more duty for you. I, I need you to protect this bubble and make sure and keep a watchful eye you know you're going to be a watcher now you're in but you're watching these just these two uh jerks pretty much yep (laughs) make sure that you know and they stay in case into this bubble and stuff um we did miss uh so we missed a couple of poignant uh things that i wanted to address um because there's a lot of confusion about why do the affinity stones work in multiple different universes well so we were actually led to believe in Loki that um, especially the the uh, paperweight uh, scene where all the episodes where yeah. there's just a bunch of different affinity stones that had no power base. Uh, we were led to believe that, that stone, they yeah. don't work in, you know, that's why there's so many. Yeah. Well, it's is not true at all. They don't work in the TVA. The TVA exists outside of the reality, so therefore they're they're as useless as rocks. They're just paperweights. Um, but they can never, work in other. They can, hundred percent. They can, and they answered it in the what if. They absolutely can work. So if Loki were able to manage to, you know, grab one of those stones and just portal to one of the, you know, into the timelines, he would have or grabbed all of the box of stones. He would have been very very powerful. Powerful. Which but it he, makes the know, TVA very irresponsible for having yes. them all together in the same place and readily available to anyone criminals of the timeline. Like, yes, yes, that was uh, that was an oversight on he who remains part there. Um, I'm not sure why they weren't in the drawer in his tower, um, but they but they weren't. So. Or like under lock and key, or not <laughs> all together. Yes. Yeah. literally just in a drawer at the front desk like. <laughs> now another piece of uh, Marvel science that uh, was revealed was because uh, Gamora had a machine that was designed to destroy affinity stones and they're and they were finely tuned to the signature of the affinity stones but they were the affinity stones that were in her universe. She used her machine to get the affinity stones, and that's how they came off of Ultron. Sorry, uh, when he was down from that, you know, from being infected with, uh, by Zola, uh, they used the machine to suck the affinity stones off of him and to grind them up, and it didn't work. They were they ha- it had to be affinity stones from her universe and stuff. Which so that that was new. So they all have their own diff- individual signatures, just like all of the variants. They all are a little bit different. And they're all kind of weird. Than each other and stuff. For <laughs> power some of the same, you know, power bases. Yeah, they are. So so yeah, so that was so yeah, that was that was it. And then the last part was uh the watcher thanking everyone and sending them back to their perspective universes, except for Black Widow. 
because why would you ever go to a dead planet and where your entire universe is dead? Basically, there's nothing there's nothing there. And she refused to go back. And so he had the idea to like, well, okay, let's find somewhere else that needs a Natasha and drop in where it won't disrupt things. Um, it was really basically him telling her, like, well, we'll see you someplace where you don't really matter. So and, and it's sad, but it was true because he's like he couldn't send her anywhere where there's a chance that um, her knowledge and what she understands now could affect things on on the grand scale. So they had to, they so he found a place uh, for her and they she dropped she dropped in on one of the um, shield helicopter uh, hella uh, pads as they were doing battle, uh, I think it was the battle for New York with Nick Fury, and okay. Nick knew right away, he's like, I am, you're not my Natasha, but you are definitely a You are a Natasha. Natasha, so and kind of happily ever after for for that for that one, so that that was good. They could have, for me, I I, I think the watcher could have done without a little bit of the like, yeah, we'll see you someplace where you don't really matter kind of, you know, thing. So, but it, it is what it is. That's so, yeah, that's that was the end of that fun season finale and stuff. Um, they defeated, you know, Ultron. Um, they managed to encase uh, Killmonger and Ultron into a, a dark magic um, crystallized void. And that's where him and those offenders, the watchful eye of the supreme, the weirdly supreme strange. So. Yes. So overall impressions of the season, Brianna, what did you think of season one of what if? Um, honestly, I went into this season expecting uh, very little. I, I expected some standalone cartoon episodes that may or may not have been enjoyable and that's where I was standing with this before I even watched it. And honestly, I think that helped um, me be able to enjoy of uh, pretty much all the episodes. I had fun with every episode. Um, I'm thankful that they weren't super long because I think then I wouldn't have had as much fun. Yeah. But honestly, I think at a surface level, fun episodes, I enjoyed everything. I did like the tie-in at the end. And honestly, <laughs> I'm, I'm excited for another season. David? Yeah, I, to echo what Brianna said. Yeah, um, I was um, I was hoping that you know, and, and mm-hmm. I did get some of that that they're going to um, answer a few things that they weren't able to answer, and that you know they did. They you know, and they managed to. You know, and I also went into this with knowing that Kevin Feige said that this is definitely going to be hand into the actual live action I was like okay this is cool we're really going to see some multiversal um, storylines and stuff happen so and I, I agree with the, the length of the shows they were perfect I think if they were a little bit longer uh, it wouldn't have got that much of a bigger a good base and stuff um, we love our live action and we can watch I mean we've shown we can watch two hour three hours of the live action but a cartoon in the same vein probably Probably not. Um, and it's just so different than what, you know, we're used to consuming for the MCU that mm-hmm. I think it was weird for a lot of people. So making it longer would have been a bit of overkill. So I agree. Shorter episodes was definitely the way to go. And I did think the first couple episodes, like not being able to see how they were connected, yeah, made those couple episodes harder to get through. And then it started like 
it started to get more interesting when, you know, we got some of the Killmonger stuff and the T'Challa stuff. Like, that was interesting. And then at the end when they tied it together, that definitely made the whole series worth it because... Like watching Party Thor as a standalone thing is kind. Of, I'm not gonna lie; it's kind of dumb. <laughs> it was. It was like if it was just like a random like cartoon, you'd be like, okay, like that's weird. It's weird. But when they tie it together, like okay, like we have the Guardians of the Multiverse now, and yes. we know that they can use that to give us season two. Mm-hmm. And it gives me hope that season two will just continue being aligned and. Oh yeah, playing the story out further instead of being random. No, hundred yeah. percent. I mean, there there's pieces which I I mean, we still don't know really what happened with uh, uh, Spider Man and the uh, Scarlet Witch. No, we do. We know the zombie zombie Scarlet Witch was dumped onto Ultron to try to yeah yeah to try to take him down. <laughs> But um, you know, um, but we still had Ant Man, his the, the decapitated one, and, and yeah. So we we have we so season two. I'm looking forward to. I think it's going to be a fun little uh, ride, and we're going to be we're more prepared now for what to kind of expect and stuff from it. So it should be pretty cool. It's also opening our eyes to some different perspectives for the live action films too. Things that we weren't really considering before, and now we're like, well, are we getting variants now? <laughs> I literally was talking to a friend the other day and I was just like, you know, I don't like, cause she, I've been newly introducing her to Marvel and she was like, what's kind of, I was like, honestly, I don't know. Like, I don't know because we've got so much that I can't trust anything that I watch anymore. So I have no idea. Like, I was like, I don't know. They might be an alien scroll. They might be a variant. I have no idea anymore and I can't trust anything. Yes. And honestly, like, the, I'm okay with that as, like, yes. as a fan. I am okay with that. Throw me for a loop. Make me think about it. Make me look for the Easter eggs. Because that, I enjoy it way more when I get to do that. Mm-hmm. No, I agree 100%. Um, it's, I'm, I'm comfortable with saying I don't know. And I'm comfortable with taking um, my best guess at some of the things and stuff. I love to kind of think about uh, what it could be. And I'm I'm okay with being wrong too. I mean that's that's the that's the one thing I have to say about our fandom versus a lot of the others. And I'm not going to you know poo poo other people's fandoms, but Star um, Wars. <laughs> but well. we we really don't. I mean we don't get that angry and stuff when we're when we're wrong. I mean it is what it is. A lot of us was dead set and wanted that Mephisto was going to appear, it just yeah. but it didn't. And it, it, it's fine. And it's over with. No one was like, Oh, you're never, a tr-. you know, there's not a dividing line. Like, Oh, well you're the Mephisto guy. We're never going to trust your content. And no, no, that's not how we work. No, it's stuff. a roller coaster and we is, go on it, it together. We yeah. all put our hands up and scream together. Yes. Yeah. And Brianna, <laughs> as far as scrolls or variants, why not both? Have them all. I'm pretty sure we will. <laughs> but it's just yeah. funny. Yeah, I was like, yeah, secret. Oh yeah, gosh, with so much wars. We got Armor Wars coming. Uh, Disney Plus shows that are in production and stuff. So we're not to get mention that celestial, more celestial beings with yes. Eternals. Yes, I mean we're gonna see our first 200 mile gigantic uh celestial and stuff uh, supposedly in the upcoming eternals and stuff i mean imagine seeing something that magnet i mean we saw we saw nowhere the celestial nowhere his head which was the size of a planet planet yeah um but 
that was ahead of something that was dead. We get to see hopefully alive uh, slash year so celestial, um, and that's that's I don't know a spoiler or rumor or whatever because none of us seen it. We don't we weren't invited to the premiere, so yeah. no love know. for the Marvel no. trial. Come on, but yeah, that's okay fine. because we'll November fifth. Hey. Yes. Yes, a couple weeks. November fifth, yeah, yeah, oh, so yeah. close. So, so next week, you know, I'll, and I'll put this out. Well, we're gonna go back to our every other week um, mm-hmm. recording and stuff for you guys. We really owed you guys this one, so we wanted to make sure that we were able to kind of sew a nice little button on the end of the what if series and stuff. But um, well, I think it's a good time to kind of get into the trailers and what's coming up and stuff, and some of the rumor mills and and you know, I mean, we got the boy. From Meet the Millers, who's supposedly um, uh, what, what is he playing? He is going to be. Why am I fumbling with the name? Um, in the Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh my God, Adam Warlock. I'm sorry. Um, and so I, I do have to say this. I said this in the comments and stuff about about the actor. And I'll talk a little bit more about it. But I really think that Marvel has this weird cult that turns your average actors into these beautiful monster rock hard body versions of human beings because that dude from Meet the Millers when I first heard the rumor I'm like ah Adam Warlock the the perfect being that was made by there's no way and then I see screenshots of him as he is now and I'm like oh okay he's looking kind of like he's all grown up <laughs> Chris him like a Hemsworth Pratt and I'm like holy moly he so had I, I want to be indoctrinated in the cult of Mar- I want to I want to glow up for Marvel like, cast me I'll be an extra I just want to glow up like wow he's like I will just sit backstage and watch I'll stand behind the director and hold his like shade him or something just to glow up <laughs> yep, yep. I'm, I'm waiting. I'm waiting for the Marvel workout DVDs to come oh, out because I'm sorry. I'm gonna. Hey, I bought a Thor kettlebell. Um, <laughs> it was it was one of those impulse purchases. Uh, it was 55 pounds. <laughs> it's heavy. Um, I'm not going to be doing any kettlebell exercises with it anytime soon. That's a goal, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I work up it. to it, so I'm hoping for give us their secrets and release the workout video for so we all can be a Marvel glow up person. So anyway, sorry, I, I've been talking it's over an hour. So. <laughs> We're good. You guys have anything else you want to say about what if? I, I, I liked so. it. That was yep. a great series. Uh, it was kind of cool, and it's it's over, and now we get to get some live action stuff to look forward to. So. I'm happy to get back to the live action. There's only so much animated I can take. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I think that's all we have for tonight. Thanks for joining us on the Marvel Tribe. We'll see you guys next time. Yes.